1: Hello, 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 hello. That's my impression of a policeman who's who, who's got a stutter. Sometimes you don't plan the intro. Sometimes I plan you. I'm Lou Sanders. This is my podcast called Cuddle Club. Welcome to it. Each week I talk to a guest uh, mainly about cuddling, but we do venture into other areas, as I'm sure you can imagine. This week I'm joined by comedian Susie Ruffle. She's a friend, a comedian and a lady. Can you imagine being all three? Well, that's what Susie Ruffalo is. Please listen to the show nicely with expectations medium.
0: How are you? I'm I'm fine. I mean, the world's on fire. Everything seems like quite, um, I mean, on the one hand, it feels like the world's starting to improve. Mm. Things are happening. On the other side, we're in a worldwide pandemic, and I don't think that we're... um, and I think we especially know what to do about that. But personally, I've just had some really nice marmalade on toast, which is probably my favourite thing to have on toast. Oh. and so that's made me feel pretty good. You're right,
1: little Paddington Bear, aren't you? If you'll excuse me, I am the a Paddington Bear, and thank you for <laughs> noticing it. Um, I tell you what, I heard a lovely quote the other day. Um, th- this is from really me. Help. No, 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 it's from oh, Eckhart Tolle. Um oh, I never do know. You know people always thing. confuse the two of us. A little bit, a little bit. You're both very wise. <laughs> um, the thing is, I wrote, I wrote, it's just going to find grandma about 10 minutes to get this quote. To but I think on be her phone? Yeah, I, ah, oh, here we go. And she's, and go she's on. off. Now this will make everyone feel better about the pandy. Uh, great, here we go. Great change and adversity are inseparable. Ah, oh, I thought it was going to be more powerful than that. Great change and adversity are actually inseparable. So you can't have great change without adversity. So... You know, when you have personal problems in your life and then you get through them, it's a tricky time. But when you look back, you're like, "Oh, really glad that happened." Yes, it's so bad that something has to. We're There's not going to take the it anymore. Change, isn't it? Yeah. So that's good.
0: I, I agree. I cuddle
1: agree. club, cuddle club, talking about it on cuddle club. Well, you could put this music under anything. You remember your first cuddle or one early that you remember is what if one sticks out? Uh, yeah, so one that I can remember, I, I imagined that she'd cuddled me before this, mm.
0: but cuddling my mum outside of school mm. and she had on a white and blue striped dress. Oh. And I was little, so I was like round her
1: legs. Ah, oh. it's weird kids' height, isn't it? Because you are just cuddling the leg, unless they you
0: are just cuddling the leg, and then you have to bend over and cuddle with a little
1: person it's not like a dog or something isn't it it's like a you know I a lot
0: people like it when you refer to their children's as,
1: like as a old. sort of rabid dog really isn't it <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that yeah <laughs> was your mom and, your mom and dad quite cuddly yes really yes,
0: loved you were I... a
1: loved child what age do you not what age do you get embarrassed at your mum cuddling you at school do you know what i mean i don't think i ever did really
0: yeah, even as a sort of a teenager, I wouldn't be like, I'd always give her a bit of a squeeze.
1: Oh, that's nice. 15, 16, you're squeezing. It's different for girls, I suppose. Boys are a bit more.
0: Yeah, I think boys are a bit more like, oh, get off me. But um, no, I was never like that. I've always been. Um, oh, that's nice. Sort of. uh I was going to say pathetically close to my mum, but I actually don't think it's pathetically close. It's, it's lovely, nice. actually. It is and I, lovely. And I really like You're
1: it. very close to your mum and your dad, aren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. My dad was like, my dad worked a lot when I was a kid, so he was around, it wasn't he? Wasn't there? But he was often sort of distracted, or he would be doing like two different jobs, and he'd come home for tea and then go out and do something else. And so it was very much sort of me and my mum
1: and, and my horse. Brother. Didn't you have a horse? We, so
0: dad, my family have always sort of worked with horses. So like they would do like people's weddings and funerals and... Um, what do you mean? On a horse? Yeah, you know, people have like a, 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 like a carriage when they get oh, getting that's married. that's what they did. Yeah, or, they, or you can have a, one with a hearse, sort of one that drags a coffin.
1: Drags a... Well, the weddings are a bit more fun. Sure, yeah, sure, 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 sure.
0: That was my first, that was one of my first
1: jobs. what you were at the wedding. horse,
0: <laughs> no, the groom, not the groom. The so,
1: um, hang on, so what do you do then, and how old were you?
0: I was probably about 14, yeah, and you wear jodpas, a velvet hat, yeah, shirt, cravat, and yeah. very sort of like nipped in jacket. I mean, kind of similar to how I dress now as an adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. wear trousers rather than jodpas, yeah, and um, you get out and you open the door for the bride. Was that fun? Or you run out and you hold the horse's head while my dad would go and open the door for the bride. Yeah, it was. I, I come from a family of like, that really like adore their... Um, yeah. Like if my dad goes into the field and he calls their name, they all they come, come over. over.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Were you hugging the horses? Yeah, probably a bit. A bit? around the neck. Getting around the neck, a kiss on the nose. Sure. Did you love them? Yeah. And your horse yeah, riding but out? but like
0: it was, because my dad always sort of bought and sold horses... I couldn't get massively emotionally connected to one because he could be like, oh, no, I've sold that to Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've got a different horse. But Jimmy Carr's wedding.
1: got five, you know. Sure, <laughs> exactly. Um, did, so, did he break them in like a horse whisperer? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd break them in. Why and, has
1: this never come up? He's a horse whisperer.
0: Well, I don't know if he whispers to them or whether he just sort of puts the saddle on their back and slowly they get used to the idea.
1: Wow. So they were but, wild horses? No, they,
0: no, no, they, they were just babies,
1: baby horses. So they'd
0: come when they were about. They get broken in when they're about two.
1: Are they ponies, baby horses, or is that different? No, ponies
0: yeah. are sort of types of horses. Yeah,
1: different animal. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> it's sort of a different type. <laughs> another exclusive young cuddle glass. <laughs> another exclusive. So um, yeah, so we were just sort of. I think that horses sort of fall into two categories, which is like people that are very posh, they use them for pleasure, yeah, or people that aren't and use them for work yes we definitely fall into the work category that is true um but yeah mum and dad live the mum and dad have got some land behind their house that the horses live on that's nice and it's very nice and they're very much um like my dad refers to them as pets yeah rather than so they're all spoiled they're all quite fat
1: Mm. um and they're all are they working uh, now them horses he doesn't do the weddings or anything. No, it's anymore. hard to get work in corona times and the horses are no exception. you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, the horse is no exception. Well, I, I, I hope them horses have got good pensions. That's all I can say. I've got no intel on that, but no. I will try and find out and I'll get back to you. Well, it's another exclusive. Exclusive. That's, uh, that's just for fans. All the numbers relate to your soul. Could be good or you could be Foul. 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 <laughs> How good at your cuddles would you say? One to ten, score yourself. Oh, do be honest. I'd like to say ten, but I guess I'm an eight. You, you is that be real though? You you can say ten if you think you're a ten. Don't worry about being humble. I'm into cuddling. Mm. Well, I'm you've got it. passion points. Yeah, that's a given. But
0: I but people can't. People tell my girlfriend Alice that she gives a great hug, and they don't tell you. Ah, no. Ah, okay. Yeah. We'll put you at seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. That, I mean, it's a bit disappointing. Fine. Put <laughs> you at seven. The thing is, as well as I'm quite wriggly
1: Yes. As a person, yeah, wriggly, Yeah. I'm a wriggly woman. People say to your girlfriend, she's a wriggly. They say to you, she's cuddly, and they say to your girlfriend, she's a wriggly. She's wriggly. Yeah.
0: And it's not. So I'm. Al- I'm always on the move. Yeah. Whereas Alice is very like. She's still. So cuddling her is a very calming experience. Yeah. I'm cuddling Alice. If I come around... you're cuddling Alice. Them, I'm, cuddling a, I'm, I'm cuddling Alice. Well, I'm cuddling Alice. I'm kind longer. of like cuddling a cat. You know, when they're like, Yeah. I'm doing that yeah. business. We'll put I mean, I appreciate the listener can't see what I'm doing, but I'm wriggling. I'm wriggling, guys.
1: We'll put you down I'm at six. We'll put her down at six. You know. Hey, she, she... no, keep up to seven, <laughs> because I enjoy it so much. All right, we'll put you down at seven. Okay. Um, this is a new question on Cuddle Club. It's a, it's another exclusie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather go out with someone who got you loads of presents or who was really affectionate? Really I, affectionate. Yeah, I knew that. I guessed before you said like, it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I, I, I love affection and attention, and I think, and I absolutely live for praise, mm. and I appreciate that is not a cool thing to say. But I've just got to a stage where I'm, for a long time in my sort of twenties, I was I would have been like, I'm not going to tell everyone how much I love and want and need praise mm. because it's not cool. But now I'm 34, Lou. You're right. I'm not it. trying to be cool anymore. Yeah,
1: that ship has I, sh- I, now. Flown.
0: honesty. Now even like my agent, who's a Who's like a brilliant friend as well. Yeah. I'll sort of be like, she's it knows exactly that I like need praise. <laughs> so yeah. Like, Hi. But like after I've done something and it's the same, like my mum will always say, you just like to be told that you've done a good job. I wonder where that comes from. Oh, I think it probably comes from the fact that I didn't have many friends growing up. Right. That's not exclusive. I've talked about that a lot. <laughs>
1: and not also exclusive. why exclusive. <laughs> <them. laughs> right. I wonder if it ever goes away.
0: Uh, I mean, I feel like I've got to now, and I'm in a very settled, happy place in my life. Yeah. And um, and I've got a job that I love, um, and I still feel it, mm. and I still get sort of concerned that, I see, But there are some scenarios where, like, people have sort of wronged me, for mm. want of a better word, and I still, and I, even now, I, I'm like, oh, I hate that they don't like me, even though yeah. they were the person that did something quite unkind to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I think. We've all I'm got
1: just, it I'm in very, us. I'm very, I'm very sensitive. Yeah, we, 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 we've all got it in us. Maybe it makes us I good performers. So. I don't know. I'm trying to lose that though. I think I've lost it the older I get, which is a cliche. Because I remember reading a magazine that were like, once you're over thirty, you don't care what people think. And I was like, I certainly do. You know, I remember yeah, thinking at thirty-two, thirty-three, like also, I do care. He's stop caring completely do you become like some mad sociopath no I don't think so it depends how you stop caring you can like I was reading a book about sociopaths fascinating and they don't they genuinely don't care and that is very freeing but usually it's come from something like this girl who was a sociopath who was writing the book had a like terrible traumatic childhood and then other things are missing and you can't quite work out what you've done wrong so that's not ideal but I think if you don't care in a sort of more philosophical like kind of oh well people be people things happen yeah like like I, I cut every, off. everything
0: passes with time yeah then oh, i do be sort of try and think that but i find it quite yeah i i, I worry quite a lot about whether i've upset someone by accident. yeah
1: i always think that like, i've spent so much money on trying to free myself of all those like human burdens and sometimes now and again if a few people don't text me back i'm like in the worst mood is pathetic it's absolutely pathetic <laughs> it's, it depends on other stuff like it has to have like the good thing is it has to have quite a few things coming at different directions to chip away at your self-esteem rather than just like one tiny thing or one person or you know what I mean so it does I suppose it gets worse.
0: I've had to stay on top of that in lockdown mm. because I've not been busy yeah yeah So yeah, like yeah. normally as you know like Lou I'm sure our lives are kind of you know, yeah know very similar in yeah. like you might be on tour, you might be like running around the place, you might be getting a show ready for Edinburgh, you're doing like a whole bunch of previews, but then you're also writing on a thing and you've got a little spot on this thing and yeah, you need to yeah, do yeah. that and you're maybe doing someone's podcast and you're doing this and you're doing that. And so normally I've got like all these extra things going on that are sort of, that sort of keep me from my brain and Yeah, all. yeah. But I found in lockdown I've had to be really like mindful of like meditating twice a day. Yeah, bloody hell, twice. Be, being like... Well, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I normally do one and forget the second one and then mm-hmm. remember as I'm going to bed. Yeah. and do Almost every day that's the night. scenario. Yeah. Um, but, and like exercising and really being like, I've got to be more proactive in these times to like, yeah. really take care of my mental health. It's
1: amazing seeing someone's decline because they've got time on their hands. You see it in other people and you're like, wow, that's a real reminder not to go mad. Like my friend's mom was just sat all day this is even before lockdown once she just retired and just all day sit at home thinking if someone like gave her a funny look and reading into it and getting paranoid and it's like bloody oh, hell we need to get out and really help really someone or, or something yeah. yeah because it's like we can't be so it's, it comes from like being spoiled, really spoiled for time, spoiled for no, no problems to worry about, and we're like, oh my god, that. Yeah, part, like... I
0: guess as humans, we were never meant to do that.
1: No, no, we were
0: never meant to have all this time, and like, and, and not, and also not to be like massively navel gazing.
1: Yeah, go and go and stab a deer, and um. And share it with the village.
0: Yeah, Stabber Deer. That's, that's the message. Stabber share it with like the village. feel like I'm being really serious on your podcast. Oh, no, let's and get I feel back. Like No, I, I took us down this road. Anyway, we're back no, on I, the I don't mind being down this road, but I hope people aren't listening and being like, oh, God. Well, it's normally really funny. Well, Ruffles come and brought bang anxiety.
1: <laughs> deep. We went deep, but guys, we'll bring we went it deep. We'll, we'll deep go back. We'll do this. We'll go back to the shallow end and no one I get hurt. Fine get, fine. get the rubber rings out. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, well now she's asking. Okay, what's been the best, weirdest, or worst cuddle that you've ever had? Can you remember one? like it could be in a breakup or it could be with someone you know hates you Oh, I had to cuddle someone I know hates me and I was like it's just bad because you're kind of like protecting yourself as you do it
0: yeah I've had a cuddle like that the person will remain nameless where I've been like oh hi and it's sort of it's like both of your arms are made of like spaghetti because <laughs> you're like I don't really want to touch you you don't really want to touch me
1: But can you think of any, like, a creepy one or a a really nice one even? Like, you could have had one where you haven't seen your girlfriend for ages or I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah. When I... um... Oh, I tell you what. Here's a nice story. So, um, my first ever girlfriend, Faye, who I feel like you might have met at something. I don't know. She was my first ever girlfriend. She used to come to exhibit all the time. Yeah. The exhibit. (laughs) uh, The exhibit where we used to play. Yeah. I mean... When, when me, you, and Nish used to routinely perform to oh. 10 people on a Sunday. Yeah. And Brett Goldstein. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. There was yeah, a whole yeah. crew. So she was the person that said to me that I should have a go at stand up. Mm. And so I did. And then um, not long afterwards, I think stand up was part of the reason that we broke up. Ah. Oh. Um, <sighs> but also that we weren't that good together. And so, we'll, so we, 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 I mean, breakups are never easy. And I always think you should never sort of judge someone by the breakup you've had with them because no one is ever behaving at their best. Yeah. No one's ever like. Do you know what? I absolutely smashed that breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? I'm quite like, chill you, with breakups. <laughs> yeah, we all behave in ways that we are later embarrassed by, and you know, when you've got feelings for people, like you know, it makes you do silly things or behave. No,
1: I know, just sign. If way, I'm breaking just, up with someone, I just sign some merch, hand it over, and say hasta la vista, baby.
0: And and and, do you know what? It, that's that's good. For it you. works. It works. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, then I, I know what to do. Well, I yeah. mean, I'm never going to break up with anyone ever again, so it's fine. Yeah. But so Faye and I had had a, 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 a testy breakup to some degree, and we, there'd been cross words, sure. And then she'd been like, "Don't, don't get in touch with me." Mm. I was like, "Okay." And then about eight months later, she sent me a text message. That just said, "Friends?" Question mm. mark. And I really wanted to be her friend because yeah. we had sort of done quite a lot of our growing up together. We weren't really a great couple because we weren't very well suited to each other. We're very similar to each other. Yeah. We liked each other so much. And we were both sort of newly out. Yeah. It was a very exciting time for us both. And so I was like, yeah, let's... Yeah, I really want to be friends with you. Let's be friends. Yeah. And this is like a decade ago and we're still really good friends now. And Um. so we met up in... I saw her at... So she said to me, well, why don't I meet you from work? And at the time I was working near Victoria. And so then I met her at Victoria... And we just ran to each other oh. and hugged each other, and we're like, "We can be friends now." That is really nice. So we'd like sort of process things, and we we're both, and now we're really good friends. That is lovely. She's someone that I get in touch with a lot. Yeah, and um, it's lovely. Yeah, it's really. That's that's a hug I've not thought about in years. A cuddle. That is
1: a lovely cuddle and a lovely cuddle. It it's so weird what you transmit in a cuddle. I, I went to go see my ex boyfriend and I called and surprised him, and it was the nicest. And you know, just like when you don't, you don't wanna let go, and we don't love each like mm. we don't fancy each other or anything, but it's just like so much emotion there because again we'd like grown up together and stuff and it was oh and we just like love each other but we didn't need to say it although we have got a joke where I say I love it I love you and he doesn't say it back (laughs) really funny joke (laughs) are you sure that's? I've got that joke with all of my friends who are men it's so weird (laughs) it's such a good joke try not to get your bits in a muddle it's now time for the cuddle puddle have you ever been turned on by a cuddle when you shouldn't have been no, I don't think so. Really?
0: Well, obviously not anymore,
1: um, because I'm very happily settled down.
0: But there was a period where I went, where I would like quite often have a crush on someone, and that's mm. sort of quite nice. I mean, mm. I tell you the thing not to do: don't tell them you have got a crush on them. That creates a whole in world the
1: of cuddle. Problems.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, just don't, just don't say to them I've got a bit of a crush on you. It literally will
1: be a nightmare. Don't uh, sniff the nape of their neck.
0: Don't. I, well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. It's important to know that I didn't do that. <laughs> Did you tell them in the cuddle that you had a crush no, on them? No,
1: No it was after. I think the people would be flattered. I can't imagine anyone saying, I've got a crush on you and you are not being flattered, unless you're holding the door and their way out. <laughs> you know. Well, I don't know if uh, she was flattered. Was she not? I don't know. I'm going to say one word, two syllables, up tight. And that's not <laughs> about you. <laughs> Um, who would you most like to cuddle, live, dead, human or otherwise? Oh, can I cuddle my nan? Yes, yeah, she's she no can. longer around. Ah, oh, um, it's going to be a hard one to fix. But I'll do
0: my best. See what you can do. <laughs> you got a Ouija board? <laughs> yeah. I haven't actually because it's the dark arts. Yeah, and see. I don't. I, and I would. And I would. If you sort of jokingly said I'll do that, I'd have to say absolutely not. Don't call. Don't call Nan back. She. No. She's up there. Or she's not. The, she's.
1: She's where she's
0: supposed to be. Exactly. But uh, but you had to give my nanny very gentle cuddles because oh. when. She had this type of stomach cancer when I was tiny, mm-hmm. and basically, she lost like more than half of her body weight because she had this tiny little tummy. So, she was really. And so, as I was a child, I distinctly remember my mum's always saying, like, I'd run to Nan, and then yeah. mum would have to say, Careful, Susie, care- nice and gently oh. when you cuddle Nanny. Nice and gently when you cuddle Nanny. That's so, she was so very cute. Gentle. I'd like to give That's... her a very gentle cuddle.
1: Because he had a tiny tummy. She had a tiny tummy. She was, she was little, oh. like a bird oh like mm, that's little cute baby. she did well to hold on in oh she, she only died for, like recently didn't she, she lived, a few years ago yeah she lived for like 26 years with a quarter of a stomach wow badass
0: Bad wowie
1: a lot of milkshakes and yogis for that lady was it why not yeah she's delicate tummy but a strong woman and i like to see that and do you know what fair well, play to her fair play to her who would you like to hug at the moment my future husband who's he well, I don't know, but I've seen a really fit guy around Kentish Town loads of times. And I think he's, he's always on his own. He does sometimes smoke. He looks like he's got depression. <laughs> and you thought that's the but, one for me? No, I just, I just, something makes me think. You know the boyfriend I was talking about earlier, one of my yes. first exes? I saw him in Poystish Town and I knew I was going to be with him. And I've had
0: that before. Yeah.
1: But four years later, I was. When we were more age appropriate, because I went out with him when I was 15, 16, and he was 21. So any time before that would have been too young, I think. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, sure. But, <laughs> but I've <laughs> but, done that where I've seen someone and then been like, we're going to be really? together. And who was it?
0: Um, it's happened a couple of times.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Isn't that weird?
1: But have you ever had it and not, not, like, thought, I'm going to be with that person and then not been with yeah, them? Yeah, me and
0: Angelina Jolie, it's never happened. Yeah, that's
1: weird. Yeah, that is weird. Really weird. Yeah, really weird. And I've tweeted at her...
0: I've like, yeah, that is odd. Actually. I've just tried AngelinaJolie Jolie at gmail.com. Nah. <laughs> Jolie Angelina at gmail.com if she's doing the on switch reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them. None of them oh, as yet worked. It's weird
1: actually. Let me um yeah, let me have a think about that and get back to you because that is weird. That and maybe is I'll weird, put some pressure it? on as well. If you
0: <laughs> Yeah. Just reach out because I feel like the issue might be that she doesn't know that I'm interested.
1: Yeah. Let me have a think about that actually, because that's actually quite rude if she's not going back at all. <laughs> I wonder if there's a tech issue as well at play here because something's going on (laughs) something must be awry that's weird and me and Keanu of course although I think he's too old for me now I need someone my own age I like Keanu everyone likes Keanu name me someone who doesn't like Keanu and I'll tell you that person does not like themselves fair and I mean and I mean that good (laughs) now what are arms for if not for snuggling
0: when do you most need a cuddle? Um, from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep. Is it? I like Very it. clingy. Oh, I'm very clingy. <laughs> I'm
1: very That's clingy. Nice. That's nice. But you've got your, your cat, haven't you, Thelma? I've got my cat. She's also
0: clingy. Yeah, this is good. So, like, I, I think you get the cat you deserve. You know when people say things like, oh, my cat, she's really difficult. She's like mm. always not, she's never given me any attention, blah, blah. I think I'd look inside if I was you.
1: Yeah, I think so. I Yeah, I do think so. So
0: my cat is like she will sleep in bed with me if I give her half the chance with her head on the pillow like a little like a Oh that is um, cute even she that likes cat. to crawl up my top and then poke her head out the top that's lovely and, action uh, but my girlfriend um will be like you and that cat
1: deserve each other because you are both so needy it's nice actually for your girlfriend that you've that you've got the cat to be fair cuz I because, think I'm less annoying yeah I think so. I mean, I think like, I think it's lovely to have three of you in the relationship, but one you can put outside the door, <laughs> Absolutely. you know, as I went. Yeah.
0: But Alice is quite cuddly too. So I think that I'm quite, I think, I think it must be very difficult if you're in a relationship and you're very affectionate and the other
1: person I don't think isn't. it would last long. I don't think no, it would. No, maybe not. No, I think, Although I've yeah. been in
0: relationships where I've really tried to be, t- to encourage them to love me
1: and that yeah. that doesn't work. No, you know, I can imagine actually. I mean I'm, i say that as someone who's really affectionate. Even if the relationship's on the wane and I think this isn't gonna last and we're we're gonna end up we're gonna split up and I'm I'm okay with that. I'll still be really affectionate. Mm. Um, can you remember oh, what's the best on-screen cuddle? Films, TV, cinema, films and cinema are quite similar.
0: Sit-coms. Oh, do you know, okay, okay. I'm gonna use something and mm. it's really cheesy, mm. and it's from a film that is fine.
1: Isn't I don't it think it's Disney a bad film. film.
0: I think it's a fine film. But the opening sequence of Love Actually, mm. where Hugh Grant is talking about the arrival's gate at Heathrow. And he says, mm. Whenever I feel sad about the state of the world, I think about the arrival's gate at Heathrow. Yeah. And then it's just lots of real people running towards their families and cuddling. And, and hugging. that's true.
1: And there's real people. And it's real people. And <laughs>
0: when I, my mum's sister lives in Australia. Yeah. And so when I was a child, she would probably come home once every three years or four years. Yeah. And I have very distinct memories of all going in a couple of cars up to Heathrow oh. with a sign saying like, welcome so home, nuts. Auntie City. Oh,
1: it's the be it's the best picking people up from the airport. Yeah. And so it's and so fun.
0: and I remember my cousins, Nicola and John, they were they live out there as well. And um, they were coming home to see my nan, who you've got to be very careful of. And I remember being like, oh, they're coming, they're coming in, the plane's coming in. And we got to like their gate and they were coming through and they ran to my nan. And as they got to my nan, they just stopped and then very gentle cuddle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone must have thought, what's
0: going on? And And nice and gentle. (laughs) Um, But um, I think that, yeah, cuddles at airports. Yeah, uh, it's true. I mean, it it gets you right here. And like, i I. But if I'm coming through the airport and I see families doing that, I am quite a Oh,
1: I'm staring at them. If yeah, it's a, if, especially if it's a couple. I'm really getting off on that. I I'm staring saw hard. a guy picking up his girlfriend dressed as a dinosaur once. And I
0: thought, that is fucking oh, brilliant. That is good.
1: <laughs> but also part of you would be like, oh, Andy, can't you just be normal for once? <laughs> for one day. I've
0: been away for six months.
1: <laughs> yeah, She burst out laughing. So it must have been oh, like an great. inside joke great Um, that's so cute actually it was really adorable i
0: really like i was like oh andy andy tina i don't know who these people are
1: time for the practical examination now it's hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song (laughs) it was me okay everybody uh get you get your awkward faces out it's time for the snuggle um, okay, we've got to the physical. Sure. Um, <laughs> this is a part where in the wild I would hug you and you would mark me and vice versa. But actually now we're going to do it remotely because I believe in energy. Sure, 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 sure. Do I shut my eyes? Yeah, but first of all, do you believe in energy? Yes. Okay, great. <gasps> Love the way you say yes as if everyone who doesn't is idiots. I'm really behind that. I read well, into it.
0: I'm, one of my
1: best friends is Jenny
0: Bede and she's very into her crystals and yeah. very into her energy.
1: I play her on the word games, words with friends. And is it like Amber? She, and... She's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quartz is any magic words any. uh She's got way better. She used to be uh, real bad first few games. so She's got real good now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. Okay, so close your eyes and I'll come in for a hug. And I'll let you know when I'm coming in. It's not a prank or a ruse. Okay, close your eyes and then I'm coming in. I've got you tight.
0: I can't feel anything right now, Lou. I really want to. I really want to.
1: But I can feel
0: good vibes. Look, I'm not sure that I felt it, but you saying I've got you, I've got you, and obviously I'm wearing headphones, Mm -hmm. so that's like a little whisper Mm -hmm. in my ear. Mm. I did feel something.
1: You didn't feel nothing, and that's I something. I didn't feel nothing, and
0: that's something.
1: I should have given you a positive affirmation because you like that. Oh, dear. oh I like, I'm, I'm very into all of that sort oh, of carry on. No, I should have said, You're wonderful, and you're doing a wonderful job. You're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> you're a wonderful lady, and you're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm about, I'll close my eyes now. You have to come in for a hug, and I'm really going to. Okay. Try it you. Are you
0: ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Okay, I'm squeezing you. It's really tight now. It's really tight. And, okay, I'm letting go.
1: You didn't give me a kiss on the forehead.
0: Oh, I'm coming back. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: How was that? Well, it was seven out of ten, so we were bang on. (laughs) (laughs) We were bang on. Oh, God. But the kiss on the forehead did get it up to 7.5. And I don't usually give uh, .5s. Well... You should have just gone for eight then, yeah.
0: <laughs> rather than being such a <laughs> difficult woman.
1: Go on then, score me. Score me. I guess I you. Oh, I'm, I'm ready for school. my compliments.
0: Do you know what? I'll give you an eight and a half, because that's oh. the kind of girl I am. No, just, don't do it for that. Do it for girls. No, reals. no, because I think you're wonderful. Am I wonderful? I think I you're wonderful? doing wonderful work. <laughs>
1: Well, you're Susie. You're a wonderful lady, and you're doing a wonderful job. You do only get seven and a half. Right? Okay, well, that is disappointing. Okay. Is that yeah. the end of the podcast? That's the end of the podcast. Okay, You've well, been disappointed. Right. We're ending on what's that? What happens is you say all well, that is disappointing, and then we go cuddle club. Cuddle <laughs> okay. club. Okay. Um, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Lovely to talk to about horses and cuddles and all sorts. Oh, bye, Lou. It's always
0: a joy to talk to you, mate. I see you soon
1: that was Susie Ruffle that's one I in Susie and two F's and that's all you need to know about her apart from you do need to know lots more she does her own podcast called Out which I cried just hearing about the description of it and she's speaking to amazing people in that uh, she also does a podcast with Tom Allen called Like minded Friends she's on Twitter Susie Ruffle actually I've told you it's one I and two F's what more do you need to know she's also on Instagram as Susie Ruffle Comedy follow me at cuddle Club. Club pod on Instagram and Twitter. Will you please rate, review, subscribe to my podcast, knock yourselves out, have fun, stay safe, and do use protection? Remember to CC everybody in if CC stands for Cuddle Club.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.